It's the Holmes and Away podcast, episode 12, with Nico Rowley and Abby Holmes. G'day, Abs. G'day, Nico. How are you going? Uh, good. This is what I like to call take two of recording the podcast, isn't <laughs> Can it? Can I just tell everybody, okay, we've just <laughs> recorded this podcast for about 20 minutes yeah. before Nick realised he hadn't pressed record. Real in-depth sort of stuff too. Real in-depth. I was really happy with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, take two. Um, where do, do we try and do what we did before? Because it was quite funny, but no, we won't. We'll just keep going, <laughs> won't we? Hey, uh, let's kick off straight away, Abs. We're not stuffing around because now we've got to run to schedule. Uh, AFLW on the weekend. You were there. Oh, how bloody good are the Crows? How good are they? Unbelievable. Um, 45-point victors in the grand final on mm. Sunday. And third, sorry, robbed them of 20 there. 53,000 at Adelaide yeah. Oval, which is the biggest crowd in any standalone female sporting event ever. Mm. Um, so congratulations to everybody that got out there. It was sensational to see. But from a broadcast perspective... Um, it was unbelievable. And just the waves of emotion that we had to ride, you know, mm. the game was ticking along and then Chloe Shear goes down. Yep. You get back up and then Erin Phillips goes down and oh, it just broke your heart. But, um, yeah, the girls, the Crows, they've been the best side all year. Only the one blemish in round one and, and since then didn't put a foot wrong. Uh, of course, Erin Phillips won the best on ground at the grand final. And then also she won the AFLW Players Association mm. MVP award last night. And then, of course, tonight there's the AFLW, what's it called? The AFLW Awards. Award. Yeah, W Awards, yep. So you would think she'd win that. Yeah, Erin Phillips is an absolute star and by far the best player, the best athlete in this mm. competition. Um, it's She's my tip for tonight for the MVP, yeah. but... Unfortunate to see her go down in the grand final. Yes, everybody's devastated. Not just mm. for the, you know, the Phillips family, the Adelaide Crows. Everybody in the competition knows how much she's done for this game. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, the vision on what we captured on the broadcast was one of the most beautiful things I've yeah. ever seen in sporting moments. Mm. You know, here's a girl who, at the age of thirteen, was told she can no longer play footy anymore. It's yeah. a boy's sport. <laughs> Hence, going off and and doing great things in the basketball world. But it was always her dream to play in front of a huge crowd at Adelaide Oval. Her father, Greg, has been football royalty in South Australia for a very long time, and she got to live out that dream on mm. Sunday. It gives me goosebumps talking I know about it, does, it. doesn't it? So you hope that she can make it back, um, but if that was to be the last game that Erin Phillips plays, what a what a way to go out. What do you thought? Is she, she's thirty three, isn't she? Yeah, I had a chat to Flip at the post match celebrations on Sunday, and it's going to be hard. You know, she's thirty three. You would think if she goes down the traditional twelve month rehab, she'll miss all of next year. Mm. So she's thirty five, coming in, back in at twenty twenty one. Her and her wife, Tracy, are about to have their third child. And on the 24th of April, they were going back over to Texas um, where she coaches the Dallas Wings as an assistant Mm. coach. So she's got a busy schedule and then, you know, chuck in a surgery and a rehab on top of that. It's going to be hard. But if anybody can do it, it's Erin Phillips. You're on the back end of a knee. Like Mm. what... You're up against it, aren't you? Yeah. Look, it's hard, you know, and I haven't... Mine's not full reconstruction ACL. Um, but mine is a bit different. It's a microfracture where they've drilled into your femur. So they've essentially broken your bones about yeah. five times, five drill holes. And then they make it bleed on purpose and then clot it to create a little bit of relief around that meniscus area. So we're a bit 
of a different kind of surgery. Yeah. But it's still your knees. Yeah, your knee, yeah. It? And it's still about a six to seventh month rehab. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how we go. But, um, yeah, as I said, if I can get back, fantastic. But if Aaron Phillips can, oh, yeah. it'll be sensational. Have you seen the video of when I did my knee? There's footage of it when I did my knee. And it wasn't no. playing footy. It wasn't doing anything heroic. It was racing children on a, um, you know, those bouncy ball things you sit With on and horns. you jump? Yeah. <laughs> I did Manet doing that. It's footy was footage of it. ACL? Nah. Oh, nah, meniscus. I'm oh. meniscus. That wasn't that bad. But Only that would happen to you. <laughs> I'll try and find the footage. It's okay. actually really funny. My mate that filmed it goes, I reckon something funny's going to happen. And it did. I did. Manet, um, abs, four new AFLW teams to come in next year. Uh, your thoughts on is there enough talent to spread across the new four teams? Oh, look, it's growing fast, isn't it? But, you know, with 53,000 at Adelaide on Sunday, you know that everybody's backing in this competition to be here now. It's here. It's not going anywhere. Mm. And we've got four more sides coming in as part of an expansion in 2020. Mm. There is now the systems and the pathways to bring girls all the way through from Auskick to the big time. Yep. So we're going to see the likes of, you know, Maddie Pressbarkus and these youngsters coming through tenfold, which is exciting. It will take a couple of years, but um, the talent depth in terms of the young'uns coming through is going to be there. Mm. What scares me the most about this expansion is you look at the one-team towns currently in Frio, they've got West Coast coming in. So yeah. you would think they'll essentially lose maybe half of their list to yeah. West Coast. They're a good team too, Frio, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And similar with Brisbane, Gold Coast are coming in. Yeah. So state-based drafts, a lot of their girls are going to go to the other team. Then we've got Richmond and St Kilda coming into the Victorian-based mm. draft. So that might, I guess, with another 60 spots on offer in Victoria, yeah. level out the talent pool a little bit. But Adelaide's not affected. And they are currently a five to ten goal side that is better. They're the best. Yeah. Like, they're better than any other team in the competition. So I think it is going to ask a question of the AFL whether they open up the state based draft to a national draft earlier than they normally yeah. would have. Because if Adelaide aren't going to be affected and they get the best, you know, South Australian and Northern Territory talent mm. to pick from, they're only going to go from strength to strength and potentially win the flag for the next five years. So an example of that is Danielle Ponder and Stevie Lee. As mm. Essentially, Adelaide get them for nothing. And they're two of their, you know, better players in their forward uh, forward 50 kicking goals every week, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, well, they get to pick from two states, mm. you know, and nobody else can touch them if they nominate for the for the Adelaide Crows draft. So Is that the great Michael Solomon that set that up, was it? The CEO of <laughs> AFLNC? Yeah. Was it? Did he set that up? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a huge part yeah. in Adelaide getting a licence. Well, their licence bid to the AFL was a joint collaboration with the NT. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, but it's going to be very interesting to see how that all pans out. Absolutely. Hey, Abs, West Coast looked a hell of a lot better mm. after losing um, round one against Brisbane. They uh, gave it to GWS, beating them by 52 points. Mm. Uh, both teams linked up to stand united against racism with Liam Ryan. Let's just listen to the uh, Fox footy commentary team talking us through that. Nice moment here between both of the sides. Making a statement as well as Shannon shakes hands with the Giants players. But both sides shaking hands after the events of earlier on in the week with Liam Ryan and comments posted about him online. Giants came out in strong support of Liam Ryan and West Coast. West Coast made it a strong statement as well in support of their player. And both sides sides showing they stand up against racism and stand arm in arm as well. 
it's been a similar theme and a big response right across the AFL. Yeah, it's fantastic the response that's been shown by all AFL clubs and all people in general in support of Land Mine and the really nasty stuff that was put online, just totally inappropriate. And for two AFL clubs to stand together and do this and so many players come out and support each other, it's just fantastic. Zach Williams speaking during the week really strongly. He's become a, a real leader. As he said, it's been a big week for Liam Ryan. Good acknowledgement and support shown by everyone across the AFL. So there you go, Abs. Um, there's been a lot of uh, racist trolls, it's fair to say, over mm. the years. And uh, it's good to see the two clubs standing together and saying enough's enough. Yeah, it was a huge statement by West Coast and GWS. And, you know, I was very proud to watch it. You know, these two sides had just gone to battle and it was post-game. So mm. GWS had lost and they still stood strong and said enough is enough. Yep. But, Nick, what annoys me is that we're still having this conversation. Mm. It's 2019 and we, we've seen what happened with Adam Goods and Eddie Betts over the past you know, number of years, yeah. how, why aren't people learning that racism won't be tolerated? You will be disciplined. Yeah. You know, I'm really proud of Richmond actually for banning mm, um, the member for two years who actually made one of these comments to Liam Ryan. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it just blows my mind that we are still having this conversation today. What I, what I don't understand is it's like people want to be pardon my French, but a prick. Mm. Like they want to be, why would you want to be a prick? And be, why would you want to be a racist prick? I don't and get it. You know what? There's so many trolls on social media yeah. that feel so strong behind a keyboard. But as long as people are still going to, you know, they're going to make a stand now. As I mm. said, enough's enough. It is unacceptable. And people need to learn from this. Mm. It's Yeah, it's unbelievable, really. Speaking, let's stick with West Coast for the moment and let's just talk about our boy, Keegan. <laughs> oh, I love Keegan. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. We will make... Keegan Brooksby play. Again. We will make... Keegan Brooksby play. Again. And yes, together... We will make Keegan Brooksby play great again. Thank you. God bless West Coast and God bless Keegan Brooksby. Thank you. God bless America. All right, Abs, as you've just stated, you clearly love him. But uh, Willie Rioli's out with a foot injury, I think. It's a foot injury. So that must open up the door for Keegan Brooksby, mustn't it? Oh, well, look, Nick, they're not, they're not overly similar players. Well, I don't know. <laughs> one hovers around, what, 175, 180 mm. centimetres, and one's close to 200. I'd so. love to get a photo of the two of them because it's Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in twins, isn't it? Really, isn't it? Yes. Well, Keegs doesn't quite move like Willie, so it's certainly not a, a like-for-like there. But... um. Yeah, hopefully Keys gets an opportunity soon. He played in the reserves on the weekend in their last practice match and had a pretty good game. So. He, uh, well, what I've heard, Abs, is that he actually the stats that he put on the stat sheet, the stat sheet actually exploded because they couldn't handle <laughs> it from such a great ruckman. Oh yeah, look, he's um, as I said, he's a very modest person, but <laughs> I'll say it. He had thirty oh, odd touches, forty hitouts, and five goals. So, yeah. um, you know, his role coming into this team is to to put pressure on you know the likes of Vardy and Hickey yep. and the AFL rucks currently. Um, we know Nick Nat's out with a knee still for a couple more weeks to come. But um, yeah, if Keegs keeps doing what he's doing there, they can't ignore him for long and hopefully he finds an opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, on the uh, subject of big units, Mason Cox suspension mm. thoughts. Oh, look, I'm not overly happy about it, to be honest. 
Um, yeah, look, we've seen that motion and one of the AFL boys came out during the week and said that happens 100, 200 times a game. Yeah. It's unbelievable to think that he was even cited for it. My 10-year-old um, niece would get up. No worries, she'd cop it and then she'd get up and go, that's... Not bad, Mason, but yeah. I'm still all right. And Hugh Greenwood was one who blew up on Twitter and said, I've seen him lay bigger blocks in basketball yeah. um, than that hit. So he is going to the tribunal tonight to contest it. My opinion is that the AFL needs to reverse that because, yeah, it's a bit soft. They're doing it tonight. Hopefully mm. he gets off. Uh, Essendon Abs, uh, they're in strife, I think, or as an Essendon yeah. supporter. I'm pretty sad. Uh, we've got a big month coming up, uh, especially the Melbourne Demons this week. That's the Battle of the Stinkers. That's uh, 18th versus 17th. That's real on the edge of your seat kind of stuff. That'll be Friday night. Then they've got Brisbane, North Melbourne, and then Collingwood. So uh, Essendon, it's not looking good, is it? Yeah, look, you've got a tough month coming up, that's for sure. But I don't know what it is, but Essendon don't seem to start the seasons well, do they? No. It took till about round eight last year for them to really kick into gear, and due to that slow start... They missed out on finals action. Absolutely. Um, but one play that absolutely blew my mind from the weekend was the two players, I think it was Guelphie and Langford, yeah. running um, off the ground before the ball had even gone into the dead zone. Here's uh, John Morsford on Saturday after the game talking about that one. We've made a lot of errors throughout the whole game. Second quarter, um, yeah, we, we asked the players to back themselves in today. Like They really played a bit inhibited last week and... Um, it was frustrating for parts of that, but I was pleased they were still backing themselves in. And coming off um, last week's game, there's no doubt that they had heightened um, nervousness maybe or and maybe a lack of confidence, but they really tried to, to take the game on and to make some brave decisions, and they um, messed up some things. But I'd rather see that than them not looking like they're getting into a contest like we saw last week. We're disappointed. Um, we, we, we understand our supporters are disappointed. I hope our supporters understand that our players are disappointed. They don't need to be booed to feel disappointed, but that's everyone's right. Um, so we'll, we'll cop that. Uh, but the boys are working really hard. I, I was really pleased with how they came and took the game on today and, and really ramped up the areas that we were so poor in last week and we got questions so heavily about. Yeah, we're 0-2. We've got a lot of hard work ahead. Uh, I've been part of some, uh, some unbelievably good sides in the past and uh, the key trait has been that when things get tough, they get tighter and work harder and stick together. So, um, you know, that's the main message to the players. Like, yeah, it's going to be tough for us, but um, that's going to be an opportunity for us to show each other how tough we want to fight through it. Kyle Langford was being called off the ground for his rotation, which generally means if there's a stoppage, <laughs> the ball's out of bounds, and he just misread it. He either confused himself. Yeah, I don't think he did it deliberately. It was just an honest misread of what was happening in the game, and, and he got the feedback immediately on the bench by his teammates, and, um, and he owned that. So just an unfortunate uh, incident, um, which, uh, yeah... He'll probably never see one of those again in his career. So it's hard to learn from it, but he'll understand the reasons. So, yeah, there you go, Abs. It's uh, pretty average, but, you know, as you said, we've got a big month. Uh, it was good to see James Hurd fold back into the commentary box on the weekend. Mm. And Woosh has been under the pump. This is the thing about Essendon supporters. They get so, you know, too... I just, you know, keep a bit of a lid on it. But people are saying James Hurd should be coaching again. Like, I love James Hurd. Mm. He, was one, he, was my fa- he was my hero growing yeah. up. Him and Michael Long yeah. were my heroes. But I think 
heard he probably just needs to go to another club and be an assistant and work through it properly. Yeah, no, no. Good to see him back in, Absolutely. in football, that's for sure. But um, wishes the man for the job. Absolutely. You look at Nathan Buckley last year. Collingwood dropped the first couple. Everybody's calling for his head. He's Are you saying be... Essendon's going to be in the grand final? Oh, no, 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 I'm not. But, you know, you look at, you know, the average Joe Blog who just, mm. you get a couple of losses in a row and then they're all crying, you know, defeat. Yeah. Your season's done. But it's not. Nathan Buckley worked his way back into grand final contention. So, um, yeah, anything can happen. And I just really hope, well, for both clubs on Friday night, it's going to be do or die. Essendon and Melbourne, you're both Norton too. Mm. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's just have a quick break. I think we're still recording and uh, we'll be <laughs> back uh, to talk about Liam Picken right after this. So Abs, uh, Liam at Picken has uh, pulled the pin after 198 games due to uh, concussion. Sad, isn't it? It is. It breaks your heart that players have to retire from the game they love and doing what they love due to injury and being forced mm. to do so not on their own terms. You know, for everything that Liam Picken has done for the game and, you know, he won that flag two mm. two years ago now. Um, they don't call him Mr. September for nothing with that finals campaign was unbelievable. That sort of made his... Like, he went from being, you know, a middle of a range to an actually yeah. a really great player oh, he was that elite. Series, wasn't he? He was absolutely mm. elite throughout that campaign. But as I said, breaks your heart. But congratulations to Liam Picken and his entire family for everything that he's achieved. Um, you know, he did try and do everything he could to come back from mm. that concussion. But um, unfortunately, he had to call time on his career. Here he is on Monday telling his teammates. Thanks for everyone coming. Um, decision's a bit of a no-brainer. So, and it's, yeah, it's the right time to step away. Um, you know, I tried everything to get back, which is a bit disappointing and everything like that. But, um, you know, that's life. There's plenty of challenges. Um, you know, I can sort of concentrate on me. Rehab now, um, but yeah, gonna miss this place. Um, love the support everyone's given me over the years. You know, it's special to be able to, you know, win the flag. So yeah, thank you everyone in here. Um, you know, the players and the coaches and everything that's got out of me. Um, and also uh, my parents too. So um, I worked out last night. They've done, uh, I think it's 165,000 kilometers in the car, so. <laughs> Um, I spent 69.4 days uh, in the car. <laughs> uh, yeah, so even, you know, junior football and playing the VFL and AFL, so... Yeah, and also my teammates, um, you know, just it's been such a pleasure to come in here and, you know, look around, there's not many, you know, when I started, Moz is still here. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, you come in here and you look at blokes like him, he's just got his heart and soul. And, um, yeah, I think to be able to step away now and just concentrate on getting better and, you know, um, hopefully everything will look after itself and, um, you know, feel better and everything like that. So um, it's an exciting time. I actually didn't really want to play after the first three quarters. You boys are struggling, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was... Um, all right, Abs, let's have a look at the uh, the round ahead. Uh, Geelong versus Adelaide on Thursday night. This is uh, a pretty good test for Geelong, I think, coming off a five-day break and travelling to Adelaide because Adelaide are in great form after the win against Sydney on the weekend. Yeah, they were really good last week, Adelaide. So, um, you know, we know that Adelaide Oval has now become such a fortress for travelling teams. You know, coming in, it's a... 
Huge crowds pack out that ground, but mm. Geelong have started the season so well. Mm. Um, if they can get over the top of Adelaide there, then they're real premiership contenders early in the season. But, you know, I, w- I was at the game on the weekend down at GMHBA. It's, yes, they've got their superstars, Dangerfield, Selwood, Ablett. We know about them, but it's their youngsters it that have been so impressive for me. Yep. Constable, he had 31 touches, a goal, Atkins. He was brilliant as well. Mm. Myers, you know, these are players that all debuted in round one. They held their position. They held their spot coming into round two. And, yeah, I expect them to to stay there for Thursday night. Uh, We've spoken about the Battle of the Stinkers on Friday night, Essendon and Melbourne. Carlton and Swans at Marvel. I think that'll be a good game too. Yeah, should be. Yeah, Carlton have showed a lot of signs. Um, Obviously, having Kerno go down to thankfully... It's not as bad as an ACL, what everyone feared mm. for at the at the start. Um, but he'll still miss a little bit of football. But, yeah, Carlton looking good. And how good is Patrick Cripps? Unbelievable. Uh, this one will be a cracker for me. GWS versus the Tigers. We're still to sort of yet to see, you know, what who's doing what yet. Yeah, well, obviously Richmond have been touted, um, you know, as a top four side all preseason. They lose Alex Rance round one. They've lost Jack Rewalt now round two mm. for four to six weeks. So... Um, it's time for their youngsters uh, to really step up and take the reins there. Uh, nobody saw this saw this coming, Abs, but second versus third, Lions versus Port Adelaide at the Gabba Saturday night. This is going to be a cracker. How good are the Lions going to be? You know, you look at how far they've come in the last two, three years. Cam Rayner's a jet. He's only going to get better and better. Mm. Luke Hodge obviously injects so much experience into that squad. Would you say the Luke Hodge going into that side would have a lot to do with where they are today, leadership-wise, on the field and coaching? Well, it's essentially, especially with the new rules, you know, you can't have runners out on the ground until a goal is scored, that kind of thing. It is so important to have experienced senior players who are essentially coaches out on the ground. Luke Hodge is unbelievable and um, he's one of my favourite players of all time. Can't speak highly enough of the bloke. Absolutely. Collingwood and the Eagles at the G on Saturday night. This is going to be a cracker, isn't it? The grand final rematch. Um, So Collingwood would obviously be out for blood. Um, You know, devastating fashion to lose that grand final when Dom Sheed he kicked that goal but um, yeah it's going to be interesting good to see Andrew Gaff coming back potentially it hasn't been named yet but yep. you would assume he comes in after that Brooksby eight- might keep him out <laughs> no. <to> say that <laughs> but after that eight week suspension you know it's um, he's missed a grand final He's, he's played in the um, pre-season competition and, and looks ready to go. So, um, yeah. I'll, it's dangerous him coming back in, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is. And, you know, who goes out? Josh yeah. Smith debuted for the club last week. So you would think that maybe that's the spot that um, Gaff comes back into, but you just never know. Did you see the, how they unveiled the flag with the yeah, eagle coming up? Yeah, how good that? Well, Keegs <laughs> told ridiculous. me. He said, oh, you know. We're was Keegan in the suit? No. <laughs> But he said, we're doing the flag unveiling tonight. It's going to be so exciting and they're jumping off the roof. But he didn't tell me that it was going to be an eagle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was really good. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, got sidetracked there. Bulldogs and the Suns at Marvel on Sunday. Well, how's the doggies? Doggies are great. They've And now, Suns aren't that bad either. Yeah, well, they're now two from two, the Western Bulldogs. So mm. they're in good form early. And the Suns had a win on the weekend. 
Um, everybody's kind of tipped these two sides in particular to be in the bottom four, so it's going to be an interesting contest at Marvel. Yeah, no, better than Essendon. Uh, Hawks <laughs> and North at the J on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I've got that one uh, with Channel 7. Right. Um, Hawks will be hoping to bounce back. Um, you would think they will. You would think, but anything can happen. Dockers versus Saints in Perth. That's a real stinky kind of game, that one, isn't well, it? Well, Frio, they showed so much promise in round one with that huge yeah. win at home. And then and then look what they do. Yeah, what they put out on the park on the weekend was less than average. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a, a big game over there, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Can't wait to uh, really settle in on Sunday night yeah. on Fox Footy and watch that one. Um, abs, egg boy of the week time. Egg boy. I'm holding on for it. Egg boy. Till the end of the night. He's gotta be strong and he's gotta be fast and he's gotta be fresh from the fight. Egg boy. There you go, Bonnie Tyler with uh, I Need an Egg Boy. That very, one, Abs. Very good. It's good. Nick. I'm going to try and mix it up every week. <laughs> um, no, Abs, your Egg Boy, please. Well, not only is she going to clean up every award known to female footy um, <laughs> this week, but she's also cleaned up my last two weeks of Worth of Egg Boys, <laughs> is Erin Phillips. Um, I don't really need to explain no. even more, uh, but she's just a phenomenal athlete. What she's done for our game has been sensational. And as I said, I hope she does come back from this yeah. knee, the ACL. But if she doesn't, what a career she's had. She's now a two-time premiership player, um, you know, won gold medals and world titles and everything in basketball. Um, so just an all-round fantastic person and yeah. athlete. I've got another one though, Nick. Oh, two. I do. Oh, and we've doing? spoken about him again, but Liam Picken. Yeah. He's my egg boy. Um, yeah, once again, announced his retirement yesterday. But I wish he was still back out there. You know, it's devastating when they can't get... games. Yeah. There's been some crackers too, hasn't there? Yeah. There so you go. Egg he's boy another egg boy. Week. Mm. Love it. Thank you, Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> Abs, uh, just before we wrap it up, what's on for the weekend? What are we doing? What am I doing? Oh, I have to think about that for a second. <laughs> oh, yes. I've got that West Coast Collingwood game Saturday yes. night and then yes. yeah, Hawthorne North Melbourne on Sunday. Beautiful. It's yep. going to be a cracker. It is. It's going to be a cracker of a weekend. I'll tell you what, I can't wait to get out of your home studio after... Uh, <laughs> The smells coming from the walls and the plumbing and what's going on oh, there just quickly Nick, before we wrap this you up. Said you weren't going to mention that, but um, I was over in Adelaide on the weekend just doing my thing, working mm. the grand final, and then get a message from GP, the old housemate, mm. just saying we've got a leak and it, it um, yeah, we've got a bit of a plumbing issue yeah, at the moment. Absolutely. So. Yeah, we'll get on top of that. Don't worry, next week you'll be funky. all sorted. Can't wait to get out there. The blinds are whistling <laughs> in the wind. You wouldn't even read about it. Abs, have a lovely weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye.